0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
1: Behind the scenes, behind the glass, there's no sports. It's Matt Mad, two producers who happen to be homies. Just choning on the junkies, yeah. It's bit season, what a time to be alive. Bit
2: season, couple of regular guys. It's bit season, go have yourself a laugh. It's bit season, ha It's bit season. Hey, welcome to bit season episode 48. I'm Drab T-shirt. I'm Matt Valdez. A special edition for you guys because if you are junkies, addicts, then you know that Drab, myself, I'm out of town on Thursday, so we recorded a little early this week, oh, Tuesday I, afternoon.
3: I was going to try and pull the wool over their over their eyes and say that you're doing a live broadcast from New Orleans, <sighs> and, and you're going to do a hot sauce uh, taste
2: test right now for us. I, I hope the last thing I'm doing in New Orleans is more radio. <laughs> It's yeah. not much of a vacation, is it? No, and I, I've talked about this a little bit on the show. I really uh, butchered my vacations this year. I, splitting them um, back-to-back weeks is just a moronic move. <laughs> it, it, it tilts everyone at the radio station because then, like, two weeks in a row are disrupted.
3: This is what I don't like. Is drab drab is the is the vacation Nazi. He's the Gestapo, and he's the one who uh, shames you for doing any kind of vacation. No,
2: I shame you for taking (laughs) six weeks of vacation is what I shame.
3: But but whenever you send your email to Drab about vacation – and when you let him know, you're going to be taking some days I, off. I am the keeper he, of the gate. He 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 goes over that with a fine-tooth comb, <laughs> and he starts analyzing, going, oh,
2: September, huh? That's week two of the football season. Well, what you need to know about Valdez is that Valdez has worked here for 15 years, and he knows the policy. And the policy has gotten lax the last couple of years, especially with the junkies, who have their own contract and can make up the rules as they go. The junkies have been taking fall vacations. So now Valdez has decided to start taking fall vacations, and he's upset that I <laughs> raised, uh, you know, any, my eyebrows about that.
3: I would – no, this is the problem. Is
2: so I, We I have a take... no football season vacation <laughs> policy around here.
3: I, I, I did not take a summer vacation, and I'm not taking – a winter vacation, right? So I, so I'm uh, uh, jetting to Hilton Head for for three days.
2: Oh, wait, it, are you telling me that you are going to work Christmas? Yes. In the Christmas week, you're going to... I gonna, am. You know December vacation No Valdez. December
3: vacation is on my schedule, on my calendar.
2: All right. Well, you guys help me remember that. <laughs> when <Valdez laughs> when is, all of a sudden we, is... Yeah. Is, uh... Yeah.
3: Say, hey, I want to go to SantaCon in New York <laughs> <laughs> this year.
2: Hey, I got to work New Year's Eve <laughs> draft? What's with that? <laughs> you guys can't, can't find <laughs> some bored out? Yeah. Um... No, I guess we, it's not that big of a deal. Valdez can can take a fall vacation. We'll be all right. The junkies just, take we, them now. We
3: just like busting each other's balls. Yeah,
2: That's but like I I don't know what I, I'm not that excited. I've I've called myself the Louisiana boy numerous times on the show, uh, on the junkies throughout the years. And um, here's where you screwed up. Why am I going? I don't even I, here, know why this I'm is going. Why, this
3: is why you. This is why you screwed up. I'm going to tell you exactly how and what you did. And what you did wrong. All right. You should have did a one last banger, uh, one last hurrah. Get it all out of you before football season. Go to Disney. Don't come back in this week. Take some time and chill at the house, and then go to New Orleans. That's why. That's why it's becoming so such a, a a hassle. Hassle
2: for you. I know, but I don't have the Eric Bickle vacation schedule where I can just take two straight weeks off.
3: Hey. You know what? <laughs> I I'd bring up. a lot. You know I don't have do?
2: that kind of confidence that EB has, where I can just disappear for two weeks and expect to have my job when I come back. This
3: is what you. This is what you're sleeping on. You're sleeping on this, and I, I put this in everyone's face every single time. Mm-hmm. We came in during the pandemic. <laughs> oh yeah, you're still playing that <laughs> yeah, card. I'm playing. I'm but, playing that 2019, 2019, uh, 2020 card. That's
2: yeah. Valdez reparations.
3: Yeah. <laughs> he wants payback yeah. for the next. I w- yeah, I want my forty vacation days.
2: <laughs> and we did. We and when everyone else was punching out and, and taking half days every single day, <laughs> doing half the work, we were in here grinding.
3: Yeah, you got you got a bunch of people in this office quiet quitting. Yeah. Yeah, right? But I but I tell you what, I I deserve my hero pay. I'm trying to get my backlog. Uh, for hero pay and this is how it's being repaid to us drab in
2: terms in the form of vacation day all right valdez actually i'm glad you brought that up and and we'll get to the rest of my vacation and my disney trip here in a few minutes will you talk to me about quiet quitting because you've said that numerous times here <laughs> the past few weeks and i want to know if a if that's what you're interested in doing <laughs> and b what is so exciting why are so many people doing this
3: uh, the New York Post, uh, the, the the producer Bible, <laughs>
4: <laughs> that is true. All right, all
3: right, producer Bible had a uh, article about quiet quitting, and from my from my skimming of it, quiet quitting is the new trend, the new fad that's going on, and it's not it's not like. Um, Running out in a huff and telling your boss in two weeks, I'm out of here. I got a new job. Mm-hmm. Quiet quitting is basically um, being so demoralized by work that you've just completely stopped trying to do anything. It's almost like um, f- go, uh, I call your bluff. Fire me.
2: All right. So in- instead of like um, half-baked, F you, F you, F you, I quit. Uh huh. You're cool. Um, you just sit. You, you just, just sit, sit at your You're cute... you waiting for someone to notice.
3: Yes, exactly. You wait for your superior to notice that you're not doing your work and you're not doing what's required of you.
2: I, but I think the pro- <laughs> the reason why that's <laughs> successful is because you could do that for months at a lot of jobs. That nobody <laughs> I, I would know. know. That's
3: why. That's why it's it's hot in corporate America right now. There's actually I think quitting.
2: a lot of jobs out there where you can't even get fired if you do that. <laughs> like there's po- like there's jobs from. Like government jobs, it's or union jobs where I think a lot of times it's really hard to get fired from that job. I'm I'm very intrigued by, that,
3: by, <laughs> you by want, this. You want one of those? <laughs> yeah, I'm very intrigued by this because number one, I'm jealous. I know. Uh, because if you go one day of screwing up around here, you're on the uh, you're on the hot seat.
2: Yeah. Right?
3: You know you make you make some big mistakes. Uh, Lurch says you. And then all and of a then sudden, it, then it, it
2: ends real quick because you're asleep at the yeah on, and you're, on and the you're, dump button.
3: Yeah, you're asleep at the wheel, and then boom, you're you're out
2: of here. I can make the argument that a couple of people have been quiet quitting for a while <laughs> before it
3: was noticed. And mainly, mainly, I'm I'm so I'm so fascinated by it because I would love to see I would love to see how long you could keep it going. Like, could you make a career out of quiet quitting?
2: I think in sales you could maybe do it for a while. like, well, no, just, you know, it, hold, hold on, you coast on renewals.
3: Oh, oh right? I, well, I was thinking. Quota. And then, no,
2: yeah, and then you get. You, I know, but it's going to take a while for that to build up, right? So say you're a sales radio guy, and you've got all these car deals. <laughs> and Sam, deals Weiner. You're Sam Weiner, right? Sam <laughs> Weiner. right? Sam's got built-in renewals for t- for years. Sam doesn't have to find any new business, and he could just coast. By <laughs> into the of, sunset. Into the honestly, for about like five years before anyone I think notices.
3: I'm all. I'm all about gaming the system. I know, and I. And the way way that you brought it up about how how these people have these government jobs Mm -hmm. and they just sit there all day. I I just love the picture of George Costanza taking the smaller office and working on that
2: Penske file.
3: Well, you know what's (laughs) even
2: better than quiet quitting is the pandemic fad, the remote working of having two full-time jobs. Have you heard about that? Oh,
3: well, that doesn't, that doesn't sound like less work. I, I that sounds like more work. No, no, no. I'm all about less no, work. No, no.
2: But here's the thing. Because nobody's doing anything and nobody's actually checking your work and no, you don't have a boss standing over your shoulder and you're not wasting time at meetings. Uh-huh. And perhaps for some people, you can actually be more productive at home where you can crank out your work in so a these, short amount of time.
3: So these are people who are not, not- – Uh, scamming the work-from-home system where they roll out of bed, move their mouse a couple times, fire off a few emails. uh, I don't think so. And then they're doing all their errands, come back, and they're pretending they're working for four hours.
2: I think think what people figured out is that you don't actually have to put in eight hours at a lot of these jobs, right? And again... Don't be offended by anything we're saying. We're just spitballing. We I'm not yeah. talking about you specifically. If you are irritated by what I'm saying here, but I'm saying I've heard about look, this.
3: Look, Drab and I are fascinated by corporate America. We, are. <laughs>
2: and, as if you can't tell, we're always trying to find a shortcut. <laughs> so here's what they're doing, Valdez. Okay, they are. I think like you, you, our our company would never allow us to have another full time job. So they don't know about the other full time job.
3: Right. And then, right. then that would go with like a competing show or something. Like you know what I mean? Right, exactly. Like the junkies and their contracts specifically say, you know, you're not allowed to put out your own content or podcast. They wouldn't CK for, wouldn't
2: let us go work for Spotify producing podcast or something yeah, like that, yeah. Right? yeah. Full time it just yeah. wouldn't happen.
3: A serious Sir, a XM afternoon show.
2: If you work from home, right, and you are efficient enough or you can pull the wool over people's eyes well enough that you can have two full-time jobs at once where you got two monitors in front of you and you're kind of like checking in on both, but you're getting double the income, double the paycheck. I guess you don't need benefits for both. But.
3: All right. This is, so this is my dream. This is my dream, <laughs> this, this, is my dream too. Okay, this is my dream. Number one, I am so, I am so skilled with spreadsheets. I'm not, I'm not myself, but I'm saying in, uh, in, uh, cubicle world. And, yeah. cubi-
2: and cubicle. You're end. so efficient at Microsoft at,
3: Excel. Excel that I have two jobs going on, and I have one monitor for Lidos, and the other monitor is for uh, uh, what's 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 another government contracting company? Lumen. Lumen, yeah. I got Lumen. Lidos on one screen, Lumen on the other. Yeah. All okay. right. And I'm, and I'm banging spreadsheets all day long for those two people. Listening to talk radio as right. I
2: do it. Say, say you're a social media manager. Just take like someone in the media business. You telling me that you can sit at home <laughs> on your computer working like three full time jobs as a social media manager,
3: uh, managing three different uh, uh, Twitter accounts. Yeah. And if I was smart, you know what I would do is I have them all interact with each other. Of course, <laughs> right now right. I'm driving. Now I'm driving content with with all three
2: of them. And then you got you got just it, income galore. You can do whatever you want on your. Your vacation days. Uh, triple dipping. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm jealous. So instead of quiet quitting, we should be double dipping, <laughs> is what we should be doing, Valdez. <laughs> First off, we got to get out of radio. Yeah. But once we do, that's another theme of the show, Valdez. You- Valdez and I are always looking <laughs> always for jobs, to, yeah. new jobs besides this one that do we you, fantasize about.
3: Yeah. My parents asked me the other day. They said, they said, the junkies are getting ready to. Are getting ready to move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right, Lurch ever... Bish, you're looking at homes <laughs> in
2: Wrightsville Beach.
3: He's looking at be- uh, beach houses in Ocean City, almost. Um, but my parents they they say, "What's your what's your plan after uh, the junks uh, go go off into the sunset?" And I say, "Well, I hope one. I hope a listener is looking to hire somebody funny. <laughs> 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 to crack yeah. some jokes around <laughs> the <laughs> office." Yeah, can he? I'm a, I'm a good water cooler guy. <laughs> yeah, I bring some. I bring great company morale. All those retreats
2: that you have at uh, whatever park, mm-hmm.
3: I'm awesome. <laughs> All right,
2: hey, uh, it made me happy. I thought of you last night, Valdez. I was doing some show prep, and I was checking out what Boomer and Geo were talking about on WFAN. Uh-huh. It's the morning show up there, and they had a segment titled. Radio people aren't qualified to work anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, that's a, you, realize, you realize that's my whole mantra.
2: That's about these <laughs> mantra: I, is that he's I, been I, frustrated for a decade because he doesn't have in, is, <laughs> any qualities to work actually work anywhere else.
3: What what do I always say to you um, when when we're talking about our
2: our futures. I'm gonna go pour beers. Well no, not just that. I said I said, what's my skill set? Uh, I say I don't know. Uh, I I don't know either. Running a board.
3: How many boards are out there that need people to that aren't automated? I I sure can edit some audio. Yeah. (laughs) That's about
2: it. But that's the goal. We're trying to get away from that. Yeah. All right, so you mentioned that the junkies are at at the end of their rope, they're in the the sun is setting, the golden age of, of of their careers, which seems to be talked about a lot more on the show.
3: I, I tell you what, uh, today's today's start of the show was was very old. I know. <laughs> I still stay, I stayed up till ten thirty, um and oh. I'm gonna go to bed at, at six o'clock and and weather eat dinner talk, at
2: four. And weather talk and weather talk and retirement. And talk. dog die and talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it was an old show. I actually read an article from Jim Rome's Jim former producer, and he was talking about how he knew it was time to leave the Jim Rome show when Jim Rome got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Because he said, once you're inducted into the Hall of Fame... <laughs> That's the end of the line. And it's time. There's he's no coasting. Back. Yeah, Like, that's the end of his career. He's, it's winding down. I got better start looking for something and, else. Hey,
3: you know what? That's when they start playing the Oscar music.
2: Yeah. So he started his own business. I don't know what he's doing now. But I was like, that's a smart guy. He saw the writing on the wall. And he got the hell out. We're, us, we're we're
3: holding on for dear life.
2: So when the junkies make the D.C. Sports Radio or Hall of Fame or whatever they always talk about, <laughs> we got to get out about these because it's definitely the end of the line.
3: <laughs> that's our time. That's our cue.
2: But it might come before that because Lurch Bish has been talking a lot recently, and he talked about it on the show today, about finding his retirement home, and he's focused on Wrightsville Beach in North Carolina about
3: these. Number one, before we get to the location, Mm -hmm. I want to say that Jason has always kind of been talking about this, uh, about uh, how he's moving down south for retirement. Mm -hmm. But I I always thought it was like tongue in cheek. But when he went down to move his daughter uh, into college and then they went on their little mini vacation – Um, to the Carolina beaches, when Jason admitted, and I thought this was a huge admission, that he was looking at properties and lots of land. That's how I knew that he's being serious about it.
2: I know. I I think, I don't know what he's thinking long-term as far as how many years he's got left, but once you start buying property or if you're buying land to build on, you're clearly not in it for the long haul, unless he thinks that he can do the junkies from home, from he can remote work the junkies, which we know is possible. I just don't know if management wants that done or at the corporate level. Right. right. The charm of the junkies is they're all in it together. They're all in the same room. They're the childhood friends. It's who, a,
3: Yeah, it's a stick circle. It's hard to do a stick circle when you're in four different locations. What's
2: one, and, and the junkies have promised that they'll never do a show without the other one. If if one gets fired or something like that, uh-huh. maybe the, that would be the end of the junkies. If Lurch says, I'm going to move down there and they say, well, you can't because we're not going to let you do a show from your bedroom every day. Then maybe the junkies would end. That's that's true. That's I, didn't sad, think about, I didn't think about that. That's a sad reality.
3: I didn't think about that. that. That's a great point that you made is well, at least is the and, junks. The junks said we're we're all in this together. All for one, one for all. At
2: least that would be the end of the radio show. Now probably not the end of the junkies broadcasting career because then they would start a podcast. Yeah, and I they was going to say, or be their own bosses and they'd make their own rules. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't. What, what Lurch kind of doesn't time? really talk about his timeline, though. Yeah, so I was,
3: really was going to say, what what would you say the timeline is for something like that?
2: <sighs> I mean, also it's really early to retire. Yes, I know. That's, like, why, that's also that's also why is he tilting, so old? It's
3: also tilting. He's 52. like fifty two
2: that's a I'm not saying you're, you're he's in the prime of his career but he could be like 52 a lot of guys ha, aren't even senior management by that time right
3: <laughs> um I believe my dad my dad retired at 66 65 or 66.
2: most people don't retire till they're late 60s yeah and if you're super successful maybe early 60s but put like retiring at 55 you got to be for someone to retire at 55 i think you got to be a hate your job <laughs> and be like a, a mega millionaire look
3: most people don't retire at 55 because that's because that's the start time to get into those communities i know those <laughs> are,
2: I know, but also you really
3: start bankrolling at age 55. Yes, because that's when you start making your money.
2: Yes, you're not dipping.
3: And you're, then you make it, it. Then everyone wants to ride that gravy train as long as possible. I know, but that's when your the
2: 401k starts just really accelerating. Yeah. Yes. Is when you're in your 60s, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why you don't want to spend that money at that time. You want to keep working. And then, then it explodes in your final few years. Then, you, then ah. you're set. Maybe Jason, maybe Jason is the richest junkie, and he might be. And he just has so
3: much stashed away that it, what's the point of working even more?
2: I don't know. I don't know. I'm not in his. And you pocket. know what bothered me? You bothered me about Jason this week is that he was talking about all the the mega mansions in the Wrightsville Beach area, Wilmington. <laughs> okay, let me tell you. I've been there. I went there two years ago. It was brought up on the so, show today that I don't go to East Coast beaches for some reason. I completely I, forgot. I that actually I...
3: remember that vacation. You went there like two I years. It. You went I there like it. two years ago.
2: You know right? what? Yeah, and do you know why I loved it? Why is that? Because it was trashy and cheap. <laughs> okay, I don't know what Jason is trying to sell the DC audience on on Wrightsville and Carolina oh, top, Beach, top sale, top sale beach. Valdez even knows because I came back from that vacation and we were zillowing homes there. They're all affordable homes. It's it's it's. An area that, that is, is growing, when, for when, sure. When it was described as blue-collar beach. Uh, it was blue co- I've never... <laughs> let me tell you something. I've never seen so many guys with bad tattoos and tank tops and beer bellies as I've seen in, in, in Wrightsville <laughs> right, Beach. Right, well, then, well, then... It's NASCAR it's, Haven. In fact, you know the, the name of the guy who I hung out with that week? His name was Turbo. okay? <laughs> You're not finding any guys named Turbo in, in Kiowa Beach, in Kiowa, Kiowa Island, <laughs> or whatever it's called. All right, These
3: guys... know, my beach town. My beach town. When I retire, better not have a tattoo parlor.
2: <laughs> right, it, this place. It was for. It was for like. Uh, uh, just, well, maybe bl- blue collar families. All right, well, m- maybe and I'm not large- blue collar, middle, middle to lower class families that want a beach trip. Maybe, maybe Jason is compromising, is compromising his location to re so that he can retire by 54. Maybe that's true. And maybe he wants the biggest house on the block. He can definitely probably do that. But that is a slept on area. I, I will, I will, I enjoyed it a lot. And the beaches are silly down there. Are they white sand beaches? Um, no, no. You got to go to like Florida for that or Uh Myrtle beach. I think. Well, what about, what
3: about this psychoanalyzing? But
2: very wide. I like wide beaches, long, not overcrowded. All right. Great, great water. It's not, so it's not super duper crowded. It's like a less crowded Virginia beach.
3: Okay. And it's a blue collar, blue collar town. A blue collar. Yeah. Okay. Um, Jason, Jason wants to be the big silly at the beach. All right, the the young retired guy.
2: All I right, think he'll has regret his it. New
3: has his new no. plot of land, and he wants to be the big the big fish down there in topsail.
2: No, because if if Jason was that guy, he'd still be living in Lanham.
3: Jason likes <laughs> living
2: with all the hoity-toity people. And, and just, be, you know, mixing around with those well, guys.
3: Tell me something. When you were down there, what what were some of the activities that you did?
2: Uh, they got all the trashy stuff like go-karting <laughs> and the hot dog stands, I remember. It was like the well, same stuff as Ocean City has.
3: This is what I don't understand. Jason, so, and they asked him, well, like, are you going to get a boat? Or, you know what I mean? So, like, what what is he going to do for retirement? Is he just going to sit in his house all day? He's got to have some sort of hobby. He's got to have. some well, sort he's of... just
2: he's just gonna he's just gonna live there. Like he's not going to. Not everybody who lives on a beach house has a has not has a boat. I I could get with that. I mean, like, how often are you going to take your boat out into the ocean? Mm, I think you know, people it's, do it.
3: People do it a lot
2: during the summer. And maybe if you live in Florida or something like that, the waters. I don't know. I I don't know enough about that place. Well, but don't they but, have they have like an inlet. You can cruise around your inlet. That's true, but it's very—it's like a family-friendly beach. Like for young kids, they need a lot of a lot of dumb activities for, like Ocean City, Myrtle Beach, Carolina. Like those, Kiowa Island and Outer Banks are a different type of, of is, beaches. Let me ask you a question: Does Topsail have a boardwalk? Topsail top is 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 remote almost. It's far away from the town. Oh, that one is. So maybe that's why he likes that one. It's small, from what oh, I remember.
3: I see, and he has but the town and Carolina. And he has the town nearby,
2: like so ten, mi- 10 so 15 miles still, away. So he can so. still
3: do all of that, all of the the junky beach stuff if he wants to.
2: Right. So maybe that is a good spot for him. I don't know. There's just not that that Loudoun County money down there that he's used to. What do you think he's gonna? What do you think he's gonna do
3: without any hookups down there?
2: That's that's the that's why I don't understand. Jason lives. For freebies, he li he lives for free golf. He he's doesn't turn- know he doesn't know anybody in Wilmington area to give him free golf. He's turning off his hookup spigot. <laughs> I'd be I'd be hooked
3: up to that forever. <laughs> yeah, that hose would be running <laughs> nonstop. Right, I know, but now he's putting cement all in that spigot.
2: So it is interesting, Jason moving faster uh, along the retirement or getting the heck out of Dodge path. Um to be determined. Honestly, I don't think we know a whole lot more than the audience does. We're just kind of going we're, with it. Yeah. Yeah, he's very private about this kind of stuff. So what he's told you guys on air is basically how much Valdez and I know. We're just spitballing. Yeah. We don't we're know just, we don't know what we're talking about. We're just killing time. Just, <laughs> no, a number, yeah, he doesn't give us
3: any insider information and we're not fifty, so we have no idea about retirement.
2: Right. But what I do know about Valdez is vacations. Oh, Alright, and I got I listened to Bit Season. Oh you did? Yes. Uh, how would you First rate all, how should, would
3: you rate the episode without you?
2: Well, I thought you guys I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um okay. I saw all the compliments, so I was intrigued. Everybody was saying, Bit season did it again. Wow. Ryan the Stallion's a true host. Who needs drab? I said, you, you know. want to know who needs drab? I need drab. <laughs> okay, <yeah. laughs> Why were you laboring? <laughs> were you laboring? Sounds hey, like
3: you guys were having a good time. We were having a good time. But but I will say there was a dis- there was a discussion before the mics cracked. I said, hey, st- "Hey Stallion, if we got to do this in 10 to 15 minute intervals and piece it together, I'm willing to do that." Just cuz I I wasn't sure if we had enough
2: stuff to go no stallions but, stallions a young guy it's good for him to get the reps in i think he can clearly hold down the fort and i, I think uh and i think
3: john uh, lindsey john helped out too a little bit at yeah. the end too.
2: and when you're gone I, I i'm sure i can do a show with stallion when uh to, to to fill in the blanks there while you're gone but i do appreciate you guys you guys did a good job you told some funny stories i don't appreciate you saying that i would be the first bitch in jail <laughs> i, I wholeheartedly disagree with that and as you know, hey, you, you, you mentioned I, my man boobs and my, my lips or something. Yeah, I, uh, yes, I said your lips would look very, very
3: succulent to the inmates. All right. Uh, but this is I also I was I was kind of um, fire taking shots at you mm-hmm. because no one did that on the on the junks. And, oh, during, yeah. and during vacation, that's that's what we
2: do all the time. I know we do. T- we, we, <laughs> we, well, you got three more days this week to take shots at me. As, I, as I'm going to be out. But yeah, that is what we like to do. We like to really just, uh, Joan Shrapnel, if, if that's the word, people who are out of town. They can't it's, defend themselves.
3: It, it's, um, yes, because the person is defenseless. That's why we like doing it so much.
2: But you knew I was going to listen anyways.
3: I wasn't sure if yeah, you no. would or not. Texted, I, I, I texted you. You texted
2: me Thursday. i had just gotten there. And he's like, hey, have you listened to Bit Season yet? I'm like, uh, what? I'm like I'll get to it. <laughs> I'll get to it. I'm, I said, busy. I'm busy. I listened this morning on the way in. <laughs> Hold on. What was my thing?
3: Um, uh, oh yeah. Let me know if you get. it. I did text it to you at twelve seventeen. Yeah. I mean, you literally, you literally just posted it. <laughs> I said, let me know if you get a chance to listen to Bit Season. Not as bad as I thought.
2: <laughs> I know. That's, I could tell you were proud of it.
3: I, I when you, was when you texted When you
2: texted I, me that. I no, thought, you, guys, you guys did a good job. Oh, thank you. So I was down at Disney, and you guys were killing me the first, like, 15 minutes uh, can, of last uh, week. Can you
3: explain this yeah. to me? Because this is what we don't understand. Mm-hmm. You went, you met your brother, who yes. lives in Dallas.
2: Right. I yeah. Uh, the two and a half hours <laughs> away, yeah. you can...
3: Yeah. And, and, your, and your whole excuse, your whole excuse to go down to Disney yes. is... I don't get to see my brother and his family that right. often.
2: I said they were coming to the East Coast. <laughs> yeah,
3: but yeah. but when you what, triang- when you triangulate DC to what, Orlando, what's ha- to no, Dallas? It's an, an extra half hour. What's an extra half hour on a plane?
2: Because here's why: there's nothing intriguing about Dallas to me. I've been there. What am I going to take a week long trip instead of my brother's living room? <laughs> I, <laughs> no, I, that sounds boring to me. You go out on the town. Plus, it was a boys' trip. That's what you're sleeping on, all right? No wives. My brother in uh, in Spokane didn't bring his wife. My brother in Dallas didn't bring his wife. And we all met in Orlando. And so it was a chance to see both of my brothers. Oh. Also, I was intrigued by Disney. <laughs> I have n- I had never been. I've been hearing about it my whole life. I was <laughs> depraved of it as, as a kid. Every kid in my class you, was going to Disneyland or going to Disney World and I never got the chance to go to Disney World. You, I have been to Disneyland.
3: Do you know uh, do you know what some theories were out there?
2: Um that I'm a creep, that I'm, going, <laughs> no, that I'm no, a no. Disney that, adult. That, that you're
3: scouting. You're doing a scouting trip for your your two girls. It,
2: let me tell you. <laughs> It was a hundred percent a scouting trip. That's how I sold my wife on it, because I know I have to go back there in a few years. Let me, I want you to be honest. Well, all right, all right. Be very honest. How good did it feel abandoning your wife and kids
3: <laughs> for, for four I days? Think, I
2: did think about it. How miserable it would have been with them there. Mostly my kids. <laughs> My wife, you know, no comment.
0: You're, you're pushing
4: your kids aside
0: to
3: so you can go on your your Star Wars ride, right? Hey, it, let me I just, I you, it's an unorthodox boys' trip. Did you did you go on the the, the log flume? Oh, Splash Mountain, the the the, the, the
2: racist one. What is that? A small world after all? I didn't go on any log flumes. No,
3: no, no. There, there's, a, there's a log flume there. Do you remember the old Disney movie, Song of the South?
2: Oh, I think that's a – yeah, I do. <laughs> Have we talked about that one time,
3: I think. I think on the junkies. Maybe. But the the log flume, the ride was beloved by everyone there. And did they change the – They had to – during the pandemic, they had to go in and change every little aspect of it.
2: Yeah, Splash Mountain. It was Splash Mountain. Yeah, Splash Mountain. Disney is overhauling Splash Mountain. No no wonder my dad made me ride that thing (laughs) twenty times. Um, No, I did not ride Splash Mountain. Here's the thing about Disney that you don't understand if you've never been as an adult. It takes a lot of planning. I disrespected my brother. He'd been planning this thing for months and months and months. I was just along for the ride. I was just the fun uncle who was going to show up. (laughs) You were Uncle Joey. I was Uncle Joey. I didn't realize that it, that it takes so much. You have to plan out all your – like the reservations are so hard to get, and you have to plan out what park you're going to go to for what day and, and all the things you're going to do at the park. And he had been watching YouTube videos for months <laughs> on end, highlighting <laughs> all the food oh, so, to eat.
3: So many highlighters. Hey, hey, so many highlighters.
2: Let me ask you a question. Did he yeah. have
3: a map? and Did he map out everything?
2: Like, he had a like, a like a a word document or something, a printout, a printout, and the things that he were on his list. I'm not no, kidding. No, no like a, I was thinking, like a park map, like be oh, here by X, X yes, by one o'clock. It was be, on his phone. Yeah, <laughs> well, because you have to you have to reserve your ride times. A lot of it, it's a yeah, it's but, a, everything's uh, a big scam. Of course, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Let me say this by start by by starting off about it. It was extremely hot. And I knew that going in. The lines were laborious. Uh, two hours to ride. A, uh, your feet want to fall off. You're walking like 10 miles a day. I, As I said on Junks, nobody was having any fun. I didn't see any smiles. Okay, <laughs> Adults, miserable. Kids, screaming.
3: <laughs> how, how many kids in leashes did you see? I didn't see any kids in
2: leashes, but uh, my niece, she's almost nine. She was wearing a, an Apple tracker. On her uh, wrist, so she got
3: kidnapped. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Tell me idea. if
2: you think this is a little bit weird. My brother was told that he could not let my niece, his daughter, go into the bathroom by herself. What? I thought this was weird. That is, how old, nine? She's almost nine. She turns nine next month, okay? Okay. Because they are so worried about kidnapping. And that Michael. <laughs>
3: well, if that's, you got to shut that park down if that's kidnapping. Well, that's so what so rampant.
2: I, that's what I said. <laughs> or maybe losing her. I don't understand. I'm sure people are going to agree with me on this. That he had to take my nine year old niece into the men's room with her oh. so he could keep an eye on her. Going the bathroom, I thought this was weird, no I don't want to make fun of my brother or anything like that. that. Is weird. He made that mistake on <laughs> podcast before, but, <laughs> but I, I have to get this off my right chest. At nine
3: years old, I, that's not what I. I don't want. I don't feel like there's a lot of kidnapping that, going on in that's the girl. Unco- that's in uncomfortable the, in the girls' restroom. Yeah, because anytime you see a guy walking in
2: the girls' restroom, right, of course that's a major red flag. So it was always a pain in the ass to find the bathroom that he could like take her into, and then he'd stand outside the stall. Which you, I get if the girls like. Four or three, and she's or very young. Uh-huh. But I feel like an almost nine-year-old should be able to go to the bathroom by herself in yeah. a park without you, getting kidnapped.
3: You, you know how you solve that problem? What? If there's a lot of kidnapping going on in these bathrooms, yeah. You
2: know how you solve this problem? Porta potties. not can- No, no, no. Disney's not going to sink to the level of porta potties. This place is immaculate.
3: <laughs> Was
2: it dirty? Did it look dirty? No, no. The place. You could eat dinner in the bathrooms. That's how clean the place was. That's the thing about Disney. I compare it to the National Mall. You know how the the National Mall is spotless. Yes. And when you come here, it's like uh, that shiny, shiny beacon on a hill, or whatever they say, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Like, like it's 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 immaculate because that is the centerpiece of the city of the country. When people come here and first the, huh. the, the, the capital, Disney, they don't like you drop it, a it, piece of paper on the ground. Someone's coming by to pick it up. It's Orlando's baby. It is like. Disney they just well, it's, it's very well the landscape is, is let, Well let me perfect. ask you a question. What's the what's the difference between going
3: to Disney, yeah. all right? And then going to like um what's that what's that amusement park in Ohio? Like Cedar 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 Point? Cedar, Cedar, Point?
2: Uh, Cedar Rapids? No, not Cedar Rapids. Uh, it might be Cedar Point. Cedar Cedar something. something. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But but that's like an a massive massive amusement park. I'm Cedar talking park. like like Four Bush Gardens. With, yeah with that is that rides. is
2: that is known as like the thrill capital roller coaster capital of America which is, is probably that, is, that why, tr- is that white trash, but or? it's white trash. Here's the thing: there's no magic attached to it, and I don't mean to use that <laughs> word like an idiot. I, I, you got Disney brainwashed. <laughs> I got, I got Disney brainwashed. I don't know what happened because I'm telling you, I had a miserable time. But <laughs>
3: it's really the crazy, It's the craziest marketing in the world. I don't know you how they do there. It. You're sweating like a pig. You're spending thousands of dollars that that you don't need to. And so much money. You're waiting in line for two hours to pretend you're Superman, and, and 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 you go back and you say it's magical. I just spent a magical 10k, and that's what I don't understand about that place. <laughs> you, you stayed in a uh, you stayed in a, a shoebox of a hotel. Because
2: let me tell you, all I've done since I've returned from Orlando, Florida, is think about. My next trip to Orlando, Florida, <laughs> and Disney World. They they must brainwash you. It's got to be the radio waves on the, on, the, on their FM dial down there or something where they brainwash you. You know what it is? It's, it's,
3: the, it's the Mickey ears. You put on the Mickey hat. It's like you get a lobotomy.
2: I'm telling you. <laughs> I even told Blake Giffen this on Twitter because I, Blake Giffen is also a Disney mark. Him and Cakes. <laughs> that's,
0: that's I said,
2: I said, Blake. I, I think I got the Disney bug. It's miserable while you're there, but it's also fun. And he goes, Drab, that's a veteran take of Disney World. It's hot. It's chaotic. It's stressful at times. But you want to go back the next day for some reason. <laughs> you know what it is? I, that butter beer that you got. It's got to be some sort of Jim Jones juice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was drinking the Kool-Aid, Valdez. And because even the rides... Let me tell you something about the rides at Disney World. They're not that great. They're all... I'm a thrill
3: <laughs> seeker. Uh, yeah. If, I, if I'm if i on to ride, I hate heights, but I, lo- I love... I like roller coasters. and I, I, like I miss the thrill
2: uh, of roller and coasters. And I missed a lot of the big sillies because I was with a four-year-old. And I, I, I was... I was uh, <laughs> I was a leadoff hitter, Valdez, or whatever you want to – I was Mr. Sacrifice, okay? I was making sacrifices. Scott Staff. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, Scott Staff. So many sacrifices, so much putting my needs beneath others on this trip. Because if it was up to Drab, I would have been zooming around on the VelociCoaster, the Hulk ride, the, the, the Marvel ride, all the big sillies. Hey, you know what I but like instead, envisioning? I was spending my afternoons at Toy Story Land uh, on the slinky ride.
3: You know what I, uh, I like to envision? Hmm. Is, is you and your two brothers and your two uh, nephews or nieces, yeah, um, walking in there, uh, showing your tickets to the gate, then you turning around to your
2: brother, going, "All right, I'll <laughs> see you in six hours." And then, oh, oh, I definitely was the only one that took a break. These these morons, my brothers, were out there for twelve <laughs> hours. I did that the first day, and I said, "I'm not doing <laughs> that again." Friday, I'm going back and I'm going eating lunch by myself. I need my own <laughs> fortress of solitude for for uh, Superman, my own little Marvel time or D- DC time, whatever the hell it is. Because I need to recollect, I need to gather my thoughts here, and if, so before I spend another <laughs> afternoon with you, yahoos.
3: before I blow my brains out, I gotta calm myself down. Uh, yeah. Hold on. So, did you guys, did you guys like go in right when the park opened and then stay till close?
2: Oh, we were there at like 7.15 in the morning. You think I was sleeping in on my vacation? No. That alarm went off It's like 5.45 one morning. You got to get up and showered and get ready to take the tram over to the, the gondola over to the parks. So you can get there for the Disney Resort early access. Because so you beat everybody else out because – and that's a big scam because, hello, everyone's staying at the Disney Resort.
3: Yeah. Everyone has early access. Yeah. You know
2: what that means? More time to buy chachkis. Oh, my God. The, 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 sprint, the sprint to <laughs> oh, the, the dumb Rise did, of the Resistance ride. That's the Star were, Wars ride. That's the Which isn't sprinting. that fun? Overrated. It's an experience. That's it's an experience because these, th- these rides are interactive f- simulators almost. And they're getting better each and every single year. They're 3 and 4D.
3: <laughs> so is that, it's almost like you're seeing another Star Wars movie. A live-action exactly. Star Wars right. movie, right?
2: That's it's. There's no. There's very few dips in and turning you sideways and all on all the new rides. Oh, they, I think the Marvel one maybe is like that, but a lot of these rides are just simulators where you're just in front of a, a cool screen. Oh.
3: Did your brother buy a thousand dollar lightsaber? Yes,
4: <laughs> yes.
2: That's one of the times. he told me he was going to a lightsaber workshop, and I said. I'm going back to the resort. <laughs> like, I'm not sticking around to watch you build a toy.
3: <laughs> he built, was like build a bear
2: He did. Build your own lightsaber and build your own R2-D2. <laughs> back to back.
1: <laughs>
2: one of those times I said, I'm going to the Tower hey, of assume, Terror. I, 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 rode, I, rode, I rode the Tower of Terror. I'm getting a headache. <laughs> I feel like I'm on one of these rides spinning myself around.
3: Hey, let, me, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Did your brother spend more money on dinners or on his lightsaber
2: at the bar? Let me tell you, my brother, my brother spent more money on lightsabers than he did our hotel room. We stayed in the, the world's tiniest <laughs> Disney hotel room. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Fight off roaches <laughs> with his lightsaber.
2: You, you, this, this we we stayed in this place called the Disney Pop Century, which I knew was it was was that the was the one star of Disney resorts. We got in there. I, I opened the hotel room. I walk in. I see one hotel bed, one full size hotel bed in the room. The room's bro- a shoebox. Your brother could
3: use his lightsaber and cut it in half.
2: I walk in. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't seen my brother in two years. I said, at first, I said, Where's my bed? And he points at the wall. And he says, It's a fold down. <laughs> Uh, my bed, my bed was a Murphy bed. I had to, I had to, pull, down, I had to pull down from the wall. There was these. There wasn't one foot in between the two beds.
1: That, <laughs> it was that so sounds tight.
3: like a fun boys trip. <laughs> my bed, my dad was right next to his bed, and the other bed was right next to the front door.
2: Can you imagine?
3: Can you imagine all this buttercream beer just ripping farts all night long? Oh, yeah. Next so,
2: to it. <laughs> yeah, so many butterbeer farts. Yeah. And the four-year-old was doing the, the naked dance, jumping from bed to bed. Yeah,
3: <laughs> can't wait to go back. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I um, all right. Um, we're going to take a quick break. Thanks. When we come back, we uh, we teased de- a big announcement uh, on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
3: let so we, we announced an announcement. So when we come back, we'll, we'll uh, fill you guys in on that. All right. Be right back.
1: Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.
0: All right, welcome back to Bit Season. You're listening to episode 48 here, just Drab and Valdez,
2: recording on a Tuesday. Stallion couldn't make it in today with the schedule change. But last week when you guys were doing the show together, you teased an announcement, which Uh, is always fun to think about. (laughs) But I think it is a pretty pretty cool experience that could happen or is happening very shortly.
3: Yes, so I announced an announcement. And with Drab here, our show bit season will be doing a live
2: broadcast for jpo yeah there it is it was brought to us the idea of it a couple weeks ago of course we said well yeah we'd we'd love to do bit season on the road and what better event than the junkies poker open and so what the plan is is for drab And Valdez to be doing a live show. Live taping, because it's not going to be broadcast. It will not be broadcast, but we will be at a table talking to each other in the poker room. Yes. Right there watching the tournament while you guys are playing, and you can come up and talk to us while we're doing our show or before or afterwards. And uh, we're we're super excited about it. We're definitely excited about it. Um,
3: we feel like uh, there's a growing uh, sense of biddy community out there, and this is our our first chance to meet and greet some of the biddies who who uh, uh, tweet us all the time and and tell us that they're enjoying the show
2: and connect with you know potential new listeners out there. Yeah, all well, kinds of stuff. It's a so, great,
3: yeah, it's a great way to grow the show too.
2: But we will have a ton to talk about. Because we are planning a lot of things for not just the JPO and the broadcast that morning, but also the day before is our big NFL debut Thursday kickoff show. Which, if you remember, last year was what Valdez—the crab kickoff, the crab kickoff—and Valdez and I, we want we're putting our ideas together. And we're going to we're going to pitch the junkies on the second annual crab kickoff here and, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and make sure that we get that on the book. So we'll have that to talk about. We'll have the it's going to be a, the night before. Yeah. All the shenanigans.
3: Uh, the If we're doing a show dinner beforehand, we're going to uh, we're going to get the guys uh, maybe a little loosey goosey on Mike uh, talking to us on bit season. So I think it's going to be a great episode. And and this is uh, this is a great episode. A uh, reminder, uh, not only to you, but to the bitties. But do you remember when our first bit season show was
2: last year? I do remember. It was the day of the crab kickoff.
3: Yeah, we'd had so a it's whole...
2: our one year anniversary party. Yes.
3: This is our paper anniversary. This is our one year bit season anniversary. I actually can't believe we made it a year. Um, mainly know. because I didn't doubt our success. I just I, I doubt my stick-to-itiveness.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bingo.
2: <laughs> Bingo. Uh, so yeah, very cool. Be you can celebrate one year with us. Come up and, and uh, say hello. Yeah, or...
3: that, we want you. We want you to come up and say hi. That's that's the bit, main thing we want you to do. If you like w- listening to Bit Season, uh, if you if you hate me on it and love drab. Uh, no, just, just feels that way. Just, I'm just saying, come up and say hi. So it, I may, think it will make us feel good.
2: We don't know the exact time, but I think probably around noon is when we'll be doing it. So yeah. the tournament starts at 11 a.m. Everybody will get settled, and then we'll be doing our own show. I was told tucked away in a corner, but <laughs> well, I think we'll be somewhere in the room where I think he was just getting around, but somewhere where you can come say hello and talk to us. So
3: yeah, and you know, it, it, when you come up and you say hello, it makes us look good too. We got a bunch. We got a big crowd around us, hanging yeah. out, saying hi to us. It'll make us look good in front of all the muckety
2: mucks. So it should be a, a fun day. We're getting really excited for the for the poker open. We're so glad that it's back. It's been a a couple years, and um, you guys definitely. If you don't come out, uh, if you're not staying in the hotel, which we recommend, I know there's still a few, some rooms available. Come out, watch the show that Friday morning, play in the tournament, or come out the night before for a few hours, hang out with us in the sports book. we got a lot of cool stuff going on. I'm intrigued by the Bloody Mary bar that I believe was introduced last week when I was gone.
3: Yeah, Scotty's is providing uh, vodka and the Bloody Mary Mary bar uh, starting, I believe, at 6 a.m. for the junks.
2: Now, how tanked is ROM going to be? Oh, You know what? That's a great question. Because, because... that hasn't something we've had to deal with a lot of, of people drinking during the live shows? Um, well, because usually they're all hung over from the night before when we were at the Borgata and nobody was really getting drunk at 6am. No, but, but Ron will do it just for the attention dollars. Of
3: course. If, if nobody, cause look, it's going to be hard to, it, hard to have a Bloody Mary right at six, uh-huh. but if they're set up shop and nobody's there, I can see Rom using that as a ROM opportunity uh, to shine for attention dollars although I also said that rom is going to treat uh to treat Jpo like the lion king and hold his new baby simba oh, uh, yeah. up in front of everybody
2: <laughs> and crown her with attention dollars i know rom is um he's really uh soaking up uh you know what rom stop dming me yeah. with
3: pictures of your baby trying to get me to talk to you stop using your child as a, an attention dollar grabber
2: i know he's like doing non-stop complaining about sleep i know rom he's not doing all the work he's he's pretending he's doing all the work i know him he's not doing the, all the work hey do you think rom had a had a
3: child basically to uh talk to you and the junks about stuff
2: Oh, you know what Rom told me, though? I got kind of sice for. You know how he always says that you and me are uh, tertiary heroes or something, like secondary heroes or whatever? whatever? He said that once he's put in two weeks of fatherhood, that he has moved me up to primary hero status because he doesn't know how high did twins. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's really (laughs) funny. And I've accepted now primary hero worship from, <laughs> you've, from ROM. Got, you've got promoted to primary <laughs> I, hero. I got promoted to, to primary but one of uh, I wanted to ask you about this and this is my tilt of the week Valdez uh-huh. as we move on from our announcement here uh, one of ROMs of course it perhaps his his ultimate hero is Eric Bickle um, EB put me on tilt today and this is my tilt of the week as if I've only been here two days Eric's <laughs> broadcasting a bill uh, performance is it was terrible during one segment today, and we always clamor for EB to come back because he's the non-sports guy. But uh-huh. EB was ricking me. As we tease at 8 o'clock or 8.20 today going to break, we are teased into the Commander Beer story. And then we come back, and EB starts talking mm. about video games. <laughs> no, 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 Not just video games. The weather. Oh, well, the weather started <laughs> the segment, which – You've heard us. We don't need to go into it again. We hate the weather talk because it's so unneeded, but it is what it is. They like the weather. I I, I, I see. Old man. Isn't there a song about old man talking about the weather (laughs) and how they just boring old. That's what they do when old men do that. Hey, this is
3: what I I can. I know why you're tilted. Why? And and this is what specifically tilted me is uh, when Eric came in uh, and – Look, if if they miss if they miss a topic, that's fine. Well, it's not fine, but it, it, it's not the first time that it's happened. But but you know, the junks tease stuff and then they get off
2: track. It happens. But oh yeah, that 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 can happen. But, but usually it's with like awesome content. <laughs> <laughs> not Eric coming in during the break and saying,
3: th- "Yeah, this is what I don't." It's like. a
2: terrible habit that we want him to break. And I love Eric. Eric knows that
3: we love him. This is what I don't. I don't like is that he came in and he says, "Hey." I want to talk about
2: this uh, this Tiger Woods video game. Or like, oh, all, oh, right, all right, we'll, we'll talk Tiger anytime yeah. because we love Tiger and you're and passionate
3: we, about Tiger.
2: And I know a little bit about video games, so I'll be able to to wrap to with you for it's a like, few I'm, minutes. It's like,
3: all right, we can. Right, this is so this we come back. You're
2: right. We start talking about the weather because Lurch brings it up, and then then EB goes, "All right, I want to bring something up. <laughs> What's the deal with this Tiger Woods video <laughs> game?" <laughs> I don't know. I barely know anything about it. I know the other guys don't know anything. I was anticipating Eric <laughs> filling us in and having an opinion about the Tiger Woods video game.
3: Like, like of all people to put on a video game, White Tiger or
2: or hey, I saw this, this Tiger. I'm going to be. I haven't played uh, Xbox and Splinter Cell. and I'm all <laughs> I'm, his question was: Will Tiger? Will this game get me back into video games? And I'm thinking. I don't know. I, what, what, I don't know anything about the game other than the tigers on the uh, drab. Do you play sports video games? And then, uh, then he then he loops me into the thing, and I feel like I got to help bail him out here. But I don't know anything about golf video games. I thought Eric was prepared and was going to give like an opinion about it and about how sized he was and he and he's looking forward to this in the game or that in the or game. Or he can't
3: or, believe or he can't believe graphics or what they are now. It looks so it looks real or something like that. And then he goes, I'm like, oh,
2: all right. Uh, that, that we're floundering here. And then he goes, also, what's the deal with Tiger and Rory stadium tour? <laughs> and there's literally been no information announced about it. Just announced that they were doing it. And if you would have like looked into it, he would have known that. He turned uh, Eric, for one segment, turned into Jerry Seinfeld going, what's the deal with stadium tours? I, we hate it. And I think the listeners, we hate it when Eric talks and questions. Because a, that's the last thing you want a radio host to do is talk in questions. You want them to come with strong opinions. I tell callers that when callers come in, call in, and they say, "Hey, I, I want, want to get the I want to get the junkies' take on the Commanders' defense." And it's always without <laughs> without fail, I always say, "Well, what do you think about the Commanders' defense?" And they go, "Well, I what? think it sucks." And I go, "Well, that's great. Why don't you go on the air and tell the junkies the defense sucks, and you have that opinion, and then see what they say about your opinion?" And they go, "All right, that's a great idea." <laughs> Because having an opinion is much more interesting than talking in questions, which we are trying to break that habit of E.B. doing. Drab, did you used to watch Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yes, those the most talented men in the country. (laughs) Or was that show fake?
3: Well, I don't know. There's... There's, uh, it could be fake. Who knows? But they used to. Do you remember who is your, your favorite mine? on the show? Colin Montgomery. He's Colin Montgomery. <laughs> yeah. it's so silly. Brad but, and Brad. What's his name? Was Brad it, was, Tall. Brad. The, the the Brad dude. No, no, no. You're thinking of Ryan Styles. Oh, who is Brad? The, the Brad was he? Um, he was one of the guys that was always introduced before Wayne Brady. I thought there was a Nubs guy. Is
2: that is that Brad? It might be Brad. No, Ryan Styles of the Tall Dunk. Colin Motry. Is our favorite Wayne Brady, of course.
3: Calamotri, oh! I thought, I thought
2: there was a, I thought there was a nubber on that show.
3: I swear there was a Brad. There was also
2: a, a, a member, Greg props He was nubs. <laughs> I got kind of size for you. <laughs> this guy, who's this curly haired guy? Uh, I don't know. That's the guy I've seen before. Uh, but anyways,
3: they used to do a game, a uh, questions game. All right, yeah. Where
2: where you had
3: to reenact a scene? Oh, I do. And you, know that. And you, and you can only <laughs> speak in questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, and that's uh-huh. what that. Whenever it gets going like that, mm-hmm. uh, it you makes always me think, think of whose line is. I always think of whose line is it anyway.
2: And, well, only if it was funny though. <laughs> but not n- our show. Not 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 oh, whose line.
3: But but that's what it makes me think of all the time is the questions game on whose line is it anyway. Um,
2: yeah. Bad broadcasting, Eric. They're too talented to do that. There's no, let me tell you again. There's nobody more talented and has better chemistry than the Junkies. That's why we're on the show and we've been on the show for so long because we enjoy it. Nobody wants to hear Eric talking questions. I want Eric. We want Eric to be prepared and have an opinion about something. Which when he does, nobody is better. Hey,
3: you know what he could do? He could just say, "Hey Siri," in front of it. <laughs> I know.
2: <laughs> My other tilt of the week with Eric was when we talked about the Derek Carr in the in the Tom Brady story. He goes, he goes, I saw that story. Whatever, <laughs> I nearly fell out of my chair. That was that was on uh, Monday morning. I'm like, that was literally five seconds into the entire twenty minute segment we had built around. It. I I think uh, and then he warmed up to
3: it. I think ESPN's first take uh, in their pants. for that segment they did an entire show on it right
2: (laughs) (laughs) you have a tom brady nfl (laughs) topic and he he whatever (laughs) did
3: whatever tom brady (laughs) yeah
2: whatever whatever the junkies are the junks and you guys know this by now is that they're going to be themselves no matter how much it kills Valdez and i sometimes as uh we as they uh can't break their bad habits yeah but it is what it is um whatever whatever All right, guys. uh, We had a lot of fun. Uh, Sorry about the early recording this week. We're just we're trying to do shows, even if we're on vacation. I think Valdez has. I know. I've missed. What is he saying? Three shows. I Uh, think this. uh, uh, That I'm. We're counting this as an appearance for Drab. All right. So I've missed two (laughs) shows. Valdez has missed zero. Just
3: for the record, I am. I've planned my vacation around Bit Season so that I can come back and record
4: Thursday. Now I won't. Won't have
3: listened to the show
4: at all. Right. (laughs) I I know that.